All right, Alex Walsh, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Yes, thanks for being here and congratulations. Just coming off a massive ACC's. Uh, what a meet for you. Thanks. Yeah, it was it was very, very exciting. It was combined. So um, the men's and women's team were competing, um, obviously, uh, at the same pool. Like we were all together and it was just so great to have the whole team there. I'm really happy with how I swam and also how my teammates swam. It was very fun. Very fun. You were named swimmer of the meet, correct? Yes, I was. Wow. I mean, I was just looking at your times here. I was actually texting with one of your coaches, Tyler Fenwick, who who helped me kind of put this one together here today. So thanks for him. But um, I'm looking at your times. I'm like, who are you? I mean, who, <laughs> this is, I mean, it's insane how good you are. Do you recognize that in yourself? I mean, it's hard to comprehend that yourself, but from the outside looking in, it's like, who is this person? Yeah. Um, it's, I definitely didn't expect to go that fast. Um, like I wasn't really expecting to go that many best times. So, um, to have two in the same meet, and then obviously I was really close to my two IM best time. Um, uh, yeah, I was thrilled. And I think, um, like, I know, um, you know, a bunch of people, like, on Swim Swim stuff, they comment and they say, like, and they were saying how, like, I have really showed off my versatility at this meet. So um, that was really cool. And I think um, I really impressed myself. And, yeah, it's it's fun getting to swim so many different kinds of events just because I like um, I like to keep things interesting and keep switching up. So I feel yeah. very grateful. Well, let's give some context here for those people that aren't looking at it the way I'm looking at it here. So the you won the 200 freestyle, 142.2. You yeah. you win the 200 IM. What was your time there? Uh, 152.3, I think. Okay, pretty close to your best there. And then from what I can tell, you haven't swam a lot of 200 breasts before. You were in heat one, and then you end up not only winning the race in finals, but you swim the second fastest time in history, 203. How many of these have you done? Um, not that many in college, actually. I swam 200 breaststroke last year at NCs, but um, I got fifth, and I think I swam, uh, I went 205, so uh, mm -hmm. I didn't really drop that much time last year. Um, so yeah, that was really awesome. I couldn't mm. be happier with that swim. Um, I do, even though I don't swim it all the time, the 200 breaststroke, and I especially don't, I don't ever swim a long course. Um, mm. I do train for it pr almost consistently, like once or twice a week. So, um, okay. yeah, I was definitely like looking for a big drop, but I didn't expect to drop that much and go the second fastest time in history. That was a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, that's wild. Um, so, and then some of your relay splits here are crazy too. You, so in the 800 free relay, your, your team went 653, but you go 141.6. You're um 200 free relay just again sick your, your team went 124.4 and you split 21.3 um I, I think the best race of the meet to be honest was this 400 medley relay that you were part yeah. of i mean your team went 322 you split 49.5 i mean what a swim all round from all four of you just blew the ncaa record away that was insane your, your 400 free relay you split 46 on that your team went 308. So, I mean, you were just all over the place. How did you manage to back up race to race? Um, I guess, like, yeah, I I feel like I'm kind of used to now, like, the the schedule of um, 
swimming in four relays and three individual events, even though it's a lot at these meets. So um, mm. definitely last year, it took me a little bit of getting used to like at ACCs and NCs. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, I think Todd does a really good job at just like making sure that um, we are able to celebrate the good things and then kind of like, mm-hmm. we're allowed to be upset for a little bit if something doesn't happen our way. But the main thing is just moving on, making sure we're recovering every single night. Like it was a five day meet. So um, we really had to conserve as much energy as possible and kind of um, keep the momentum rolling day to day. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I would say I was just like, I just kind of had to focus on each race at a time. And I remember like getting up for the 800 for relay at the beginning of the meet. And I was like, all right, here we go. Like first race and just kind of like, um, luckily that that race, I was really happy with that split. So that kind of like started off the week really well for me. But um, yeah, I, I feel like I've learned a lot about just kind of um, streamlining and focusing in on one event and then moving to the next event very mm. fast, which I think is the key. That's a good point. Yeah, a good point though is like that that management over those five days. So, the 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 highs and lows. I mean, you're coming off, you're putting in so much to each race emotionally, physically. So there's going to be a, a come down of some sort. So like in the mornings, I'd imagine it's difficult to kind of, you know, get the engine rolling again. So what's your strategies in the mornings every morning, especially you know, kind of day two, three, four, maybe. Once you get to the pool in the morning, what do you do? Um. Normally, even though I really don't like it, I try to, um, like I do a meet warm up every single time for every session. So, um, mm-hmm. and those are for me like pretty long just because I am a middle distance, um, swimmer. So uh, I definitely do a lot of warm up. and even though it is kind of time consuming and just like, um, annoying, I guess some would say to like do a long, like keep doing longer warmups. Um, that is what I do. I definitely like uh, towards the last two days, like I'll try to do like a 200 or 300 more, um, just like loosening up because, um, I know how important it is just to like flush everything out of my system before. And obviously after too, like I always try to do a bunch of warm down, um, after my races, because, um, like I know the physical toll that my body is going through. So I just want to make sure that I'm like doing my best to, um, keep myself like as loose as possible. Um, but yeah, in the morning, mm. long warmups and then really like trying to just get to that a final, like that's the most important part. Um, and even in like people's best events where maybe like your spot in the a final is almost a guarantee. Like I would still say at these big meets, like, um, trying to go, you know, swim best race as possible and, um, try to go as fast as possible in the morning. Like, I think that kind of mentality for me has really helped like me get into, it just has really helped me like kind of, I don't know, start like a little fire. I don't know how to say it, but like, I just kind of like go for it in the morning. And then, um, like at night, I feel like I always swim faster at night. So if I can have a really solid time in the morning, then that just makes me a lot more confident for my final swim. Um, so yeah. Are you a coffee person, a pre-workout person, or is there a type of food that you eat? How do you um, how do you get the energy going? Yeah, I definitely uh, caffeine is like a really big thing on on our team. Um, a lot of people like we'll have um, little coffee meetings before the final mm-hmm. sessions, um, and I will drink it sometimes if I really feel like I'm sleepy. But um, I don't drink it that much just because. 
for some reason, like, I don't know. I just don't like to, sometimes I feel like if I drink too much caffeine before my race, like I'm just so like jittery and like mm. just extra nervous. And, um, like my whole career I have, I've never really done that. So, and I mean, it's worked out pretty well. So I kind of just, um, stick like what has worked so far and I've left caffeine out of it a little bit, but mm. I will say I did drink more coffee than I normally do at this meet. So maybe I should start drinking it more. I don't know. Be careful. Um, it's addictive. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, I mean, definitely if with or without the coffee, the, our team here is like, we always get super fired up for um, every heat that a UVA swimmer is in. So yep. it's pretty easy to get excited uh, with or without um, yep. whatever you, I guess, take for your race. Yeah. I get this question a lot in terms of what do you eat at a meet? You know, how do you sustain your energy? What's, you know, what do you have for breakfast? What kind of food are you eating? Lunch and dinner type thing. T tell me about your diet and, or your food intake at a meet like this. Yeah. Um, I try to keep it really like as simple as possible. Like I said, like I like to stick with things that I know are going to work for me and mm -hmm. are not like new. I never go out of my comfort zone when I'm at a swim meet in terms of food. Right. Um, so like normally for breakfast, I'll just have um, like a bagel and fruit, um, maybe some eggs if I'm mm -hmm. like up feeling it or something um or like a yogurt i always have like yogurts as like a snack um and then in between sessions i'll have normally like a pretty big sandwich and that'll kind of because like i'll try to eat a big lunch because normally we don't swim finals till pretty late so i don't eat dinner until nine or ten o'clock at night so right mm -hmm. um and then just a little bit of like energy before my race i'll have some more like fruit or um like carbs just quick carbs and then yeah. during the meet yeah i'll have like gatorade shoes sometimes before um, i swim just for that extra sugar and then after um my coaches are pretty strict about getting everyone a protein shake warming down and then obviously we have a pretty big dinner um and it's a bunch it's just a bunch of carbs honestly yeah. like pretty yeah. much all we're eating um but the protein is also really um that's been a really big stress that has been different something that's been different going from like high school to college is like the focus on getting as much protein as possible and i think that's actually been something that um has changed over the last couple of years that has really helped me become um, a mm. faster swimmer and like just stronger do you guys have nutritionists that come in and talk with the team Yes, we have a, um, our athletic department has a couple of nutritionists and, um, we have one, I actually think we just got a new one that's like helps with our swim team. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, if anyone has an issue, like they can definitely go to them, but I would say it's pretty easy. Like I have found it to be pretty easy, um, for me to like get everything that I really need to get because we have an athlete dining hall, um, mm -hmm. which like is perfect for all the athletes and meets all of our nutritional needs. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty easy for me. I know other people struggle with it definitely, but, um, yeah, she, but they've been, they've been very helpful. Like when we were freshmen, they came and like talked to us and stuff. And I think that's kind of where like I learned a lot and have yeah. just been continuing that, but yeah. Yeah. Swim angelfish. Swim Angelfish is an online certification program that strengthens your teaching curriculum to serve swimmers of all abilities. Swim Angelfish will prepare you and your instructors with the skills to teach swimmers with autism, 
physical disabilities, anxiety, sensory and motor conditions, and more. Learn to teach skills faster and with more comfort with Swim Angelfish. Apply for an only alpha pool product scholarship and receive up to 50% off your certification. Go to swimangelfish.com today to apply. Looking to host your first swim meet or replacing an old timing system? Run a swim meet with ease from your laptop using superior swim timing. You can use superior swim timing with your existing equipment or they can provide you with a complete timing solution including deck harnesses, buttons and starter. SST is fully compatible with Hitech and Team Unify as well as Colorado, Dactronics and Amiga touchpads. Go to superiorswimtiming.com to learn more and be sure to tell them I sent you. What about the strategies at the end of the night? Like you said, you, you're going all, all day long. I mean, the events are yeah. swimming, just punishing yourself. How do you then come down to get the rest that you need to then be able to, you know, recover and come back the next day? What are your strategies at night for yourself? Um, I would say... Honestly, it's really easy for me to fall asleep at night at these mm. meets because I'm so tired from like swimming so much, even though it's only like a, um, like day to day, I'll only do like two, two hundreds and a relay. Like I don't actually swim that much yardage, but I really am going all out. I actually have a really bad habit of throwing up after my races because I will try so hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's pretty bad. Not bad, but it's just like funny. Actually, like my team makes fun of me for that. But um, yeah, I and then in addition to that, like you're doing so much. I think I kind of underestimate like how much the warm up and the warming down, like all of that swimming. I think I kind of forget how much that takes it out of me. So by the end of the day, I am completely exhausted. But normally, like I have dinner and sometimes I'll like if we have massage therapists with our team, I'll get a massage. Um or I'll just like put my legs up the wall or something and kind of like yep. help me jumpstart that recovery. And then um, sleep is really the biggest thing, like just trying to get like eight or nine hours of sleep. And then um, we take naps in between sessions too. Like I try to sleep for at least like an hour and a half. So um, definitely sleep is the most important thing at a yep. meet for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's difficult to get sometimes too, but um, yeah. most most swimmers will have rivals, you know, like in, in an event kind of thing. You swim everything. So do you think about your competition in any way? Like, do you have like every every time you're swimming, you're like, okay, now i got to race this person. Then you go to another event, like, all right, now i got this person. Like most people <laughs> have like that one person they go to, but you seem to be all over the place. So do you think about your competitors? Um. Yes and no. I would say, yeah, you're right. I mean, like I race so many different people. It's like, mm. I definitely don't have, I would say like one person that I'm consistently racing all the time. Like, yeah. um, I would say, yeah, when I was younger, I might've had that, but not really anymore, which I think kind of creates like an interesting dynamic for me in terms of like me competing against other people. But, um, I would say like, coming to UVA and participating in the NCAA season, like for us, it's more of like, I like certain teams, like we have huge rivalries with like UNC and NC state. So, mm -hmm. um, whenever I go against girls on those teams, like I know I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm racing like a rival, like mm -hmm. trying time to get up and like swim fast. I just want to get my hands to the wall first. Um, that kind of mentality I feel like is bigger for me than just like individuals that I'm, 
uh, racing. But um, it is interesting because I feel like me and Kate Douglas, even though um, my teammate, she like, we both are very versatile. And like, even though she kind of trends like towards the sprinty events and I definitely trend up towards like the 4am, we overlap a lot in our events, but we don't really race that often, um, Mm. which is interesting. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, in, you know, in all the 200s and then obviously the IMs and um, 100 stroke, I guess sometimes I feel like I, we kind of like we can definitely have some pretty big races between us a lot, uh, which are always fun. But it's been fun to kind of like tackle the two IM together, especially this summer with her. That was um, that was really fun. And I feel like that was really special for us to do together so yeah yeah. it's interesting to hear someone who swims 21 flat in a relay say that she's not really a sprinter (laughs) yeah it's like (laughs) most sprinters would die for that split so in terms of that management i mean how do you balance the the speed and the endurance how do you um get both i mean everyone would love both but how do you get both uh yeah i like honestly it's like something that i've um like I think about a lot because I do like in practice, I have normally people will just like do, um, you know, like aerobic or threshold um, stuff or pace stuff like all the time, all week or sprinters, they'll always be doing power and stuff. Um, And I Mm -hmm. definitely have probably the biggest range of practices um, on my Mm. team, which is really crazy and can be a little bit chaotic because like I'll go from doing a 50 free practice with mm. racks and resistance and we only do like 2000 yards but it's all like hard effort to then doing mm-hmm. a like 3000 yard threshold set that afternoon like that's that's right. crazy mm. but um mm. i think like i i don't know what it is about me that allows me to have the endurance and also the speed i think that's just like a talent that i've been blessed with but um definitely like my coaches have been super um i don't know the word but they always are making sure that i'm getting what i need like every aspect of what i need um which i am so grateful for i mean like they're all i always have like my whole week planned out and like my week is very individual to me and they're always on top of it and know like what if you're doing speed one day or endurance one day um they're always making sure that i'm getting everything that i need and i think like the we do 20 hour weeks, obviously. And I think having that all that time and then having it being balanced, mm. like split up between the sprinting and endurance, um, that's what's really made me become like so good on both sides of the spectrum. So, yeah. Yeah. Is it is it difficult then for you? I mean, you kind of get bounced around a bit, which is, seems like it's a good thing, but is it then difficult to create coaching relationships like strong ones because you're working with that person that person then you're moving around or how do you feel about that um no honestly like i am really i would say i'm closest with um todd our head coach and then blair who blair bachman Mm -hmm. is like she is like actually my primary coach like i was originally in the middle distance group like with her um, all last year. And I didn't really start training that consistently with Todd until kind of like the beginning of um, this year, or I guess 2021 Mm -hmm. before the Olympics. Um, So, but no, they, I am very close with both of them. And like, 
I think what has helped is me being able to tell them, like me being honest with them and telling them what I think I need. And like, mm. um, like me sharing my feedback with them, obviously like that has made our relationship stronger just because like, I we're both, we're able to communicate like what I need and I'm, um, they know I'm not like abusing my, um, opinion if I say like I think I need to prioritize like speed work um leading into NCs like they I told that to Todd one time and he was like you know I like I really value like what you think you need so we're gonna start doing that more um that kind of relationship I think is key to I mean it's been key for me like in having a good support group and then also making sure like I'm getting the training that is working the best for me um but yeah I mean like I love this team and I love the coaches too. I feel like I'm close with all of them, not even just Todd and Blair, um, which is so awesome. But yeah, it's been, I mean, and they've been working together like to train me. So um, it really is like the perfect environment. And like, I feel like, I don't know, I've just had such a great experience with them and they've just been so yeah. um, helpful in making me like the swimmer I am now. I think our relationship is great. Tell me this, um, you know, Todd's obviously just been awarded the the head coaching job now of the, the world championships. I mean, yeah. the, the time that he spent there and the job that he's done as the head coach has just been phenomenal. The building the women's team and now the men's team is coming on extremely strong. So balancing two teams. How is this man doing this? I mean, everybody from the outside looking <laughs> in is like, wow, what a, I mean, he's, he's killing it. So like, what, from your perspective, what makes him so great? Um, you know, like when I was being recruited by Todd, I think what really drew me to Virginia was like how, um, how exciting it was to be a part of this team that was, had so much potential and was like on the rise. I think he does a really good job at making every day exciting and making, um, like these, when we head into the, into championship season, I think the coaches, um, you know, Todd and the rest of the staff, they do a great job at just like getting us really excited. Like I always feel like we are mm -hmm. kind of like accelerating into the meets and like everyone is just really, um, you know, anxious, but a good anxious about it. I think they do a really good job at making, um, they make the right emotions like higher, um, right. Mm. which, you know, not everyone has that. So he definitely yeah. is super good at being just like crazy exciting. Um, but I would also say, um, I think like, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but he does a really good job at always looking like he is such like a goal, future goal oriented person, like, and way future. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking mm -hmm. like five years down the road and stuff. Like, I think he always is looking ahead and, so like mm. when we win, like we, when we won NCAAs last year, like obviously that was a huge moment for us, but he was like, he was like, all right, let's like acknowledge the high that we are on right now. But like, we need to look forward to seven weeks to trials. And I'm like, oh my gosh, already? Like we just mm. won the national championship. And he's like, no, we are like, now we're looking forward to trials. Like he's really good at just moving on to the next goal. Um, mm. And I don't know. I just, I think that that's a good um that's kind of a good thing to have is just like moving along. Yeah. He's really good at just keeping the timeline and keeping straight to it. And like, I don't know, he's always just looking ahead, which I think is good for, um, good for the team. Yeah. Let me ask yeah. you this. You've, you've just come off this meet where you obviously have 
one of your lifetime best performances, but then now you're, you're looking ahead for, you know, three weeks from now and, and it's almost like you feel like, you know, I'm sure you feel like you want to better that performance again. So how, how do you get better in three weeks? You know, it's not something you want, you don't want to swim slower. Uh, you'd be happy kind of swimming the same times because the times are crazy good, but you definitely want to swim <laughs> faster. So how would you, how would you get that? Yeah. Um, so that is a good question. I would say like right now, um, just in this week, honestly, for me, I'm just taking it. Coming off of ACCs can be really hard, especially after the meet that we just had, which was insane because everything that happened and also that it was just a longer meet, a more exciting meet um, than I've ever experienced, especially like last year, I never really experienced something like that. So um, this week, for sure, like we have been trying to get into the back into the grind as quickly as possible. And um, that it's been pretty difficult. Um, definitely a lot of people have struggled a little bit, but I mean, we're persevering through this mm -hmm. week. And I would say like, I think what's really good for me and like what made me swim so well last summer was like the, you know, four to six weeks before this big meet, like I was just being super consistent and like super focused in practice and like really making the most out of every single stroke that I was taking. So, um, and I think like before ACCs that, that week before ACCs, I had like one of the best weeks of practice of my entire life. Um, I had like a really strong Christmas training. And, um, so I think like this week is kind of just about like getting back into it as fast as possible. Next week is just going to be about like making every stroke count. And then the week after that is taper time. So, um, that's fun. But like for me, yeah. keeping in mind that like the work has already been put in, um, that's kind of like what's helping me get to the finish line right now is like knowing that the past like four months of work, which have for me been better than probably that they've been the best in my career. Um, that has made me really confident going into this next meet and, um, you know, doing what we're doing right now, like today, tomorrow, mm. um, the hard stuff that we're doing right now, like doing it with my team is um, like, we're all doing it together for each other. So I think like, I don't know, just approaching it as a team and making every single practice count. I think that's what we have to do leading into NCs and what I'm going to have to do. Um, so yeah, it's, it's exciting. Are you guys as a team at all feeling the heat of having to defend or how are you looking at this championship as a team? Yeah, we definitely are feeling the heat to defend. Um, we want it really badly. We want the title again, but we know that the competition is going to be a lot tougher this year. So, um, But I think we really it's not going to phase us because we have prepared for this all season. Like, and we, you know, at the beginning of even August, like Todd, we had a women's team meeting and Todd was like, NCs is going to be a lot more competitive and it's going to be more difficult. And we're going to have to be the best that we've ever been um, to win. So mm -hmm. we kind of have stuck with that mentality all season, every single dual me, every single, I mean, I guess for ACCs, like we knew that the all eyes were on us and we wanted to, we always want to be lights out. And so I think we have done 
done a great job at practicing that, you know, even at small meets. So I really am not worried um, about us swimming lights out at NCs. And I think it's going to be really close, yeah. but I, we have a shot for sure. And um, we want it bad enough to the point where we're going to, we're going to be in the race and we're going to do it for our team. And we're going to just like swim our hearts out. And I mean, at the end of the day, whatever happens happens, but I think um, we have some, really big momentum and some really big emotions going into NC. So, yeah. Yeah. Vasa has been the go-to training tool outside of the pool for over 30 years. Vasa's products are ideal for developing power and proper technique in your swimmer's catch. Add a few Vasa trainers to your pool deck and it's like adding an extra lane to your swimming pool. Go to vasatrainer.com, use code BREAD at checkout and get 10% off anything from Vasa. Destro Swim Towers. Gain strength in the water with a tower of power. Save $150 per double swim tower by using code BRETT, B-R-E-T-T, -T, at checkout. DestroMachines.com. Have you figured out your race schedule yet? Do you know the, the three events you're going to swim? Yeah. Um, so I originally thought that I was going to be doing... 2IM, 4IM, 2Fly. This was, I kind of publicized that before mm. the conference meet. Um, and after my swims this past week, I think um, I definitely have been doing some reevaluating. And I think Todd has also been doing some reevaluating and, and Blair, obviously. <laughs> <I'm> um, sure. <laughs> I, I don't know. I honestly don't know what I'm going to do. I literally am probably going to be deciding this weekend um, since entries are due on Monday. So, um, yeah, I'm obviously going to be swimming 2IM, um, but I don't know about the other days. I'm not sure yet, and I don't even know, like, what I want to do. I still have to think about it some more, but definitely. Dang, second fastest time in history in the 200 breasts. <laughs> I know. Crazy. Yeah, I think I am leaning crazy. towards where I am still because um, I kind of just want to see like what will happen um, in that event because I don't swim it. I haven't really swum it very often except for like an invite. I swim it. Um, but yeah, I don't know what to do on the last day. So we'll see. It'll be a mm. surprise, I guess. I guess it will. But, It'll be cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, tell me this. Um, I got I got one, one last question here. In terms of relays, you guys are stacked as a team. What's Todd's theory on picking relays? How does he how does he tell you? When does he tell you? Um, how does he break the news to the to the girls that maybe miss out on a on a spot? Um yeah, we yeah, we have a really great we have so many great relay like lineups possible. Um, it's insane. Like, I remember, like, reading some article, and it had, like, all of our relay lineups that, and all this times, and it was, like, this whole database mm. of, like, everything that could happen, and it's just, like, crazy. Um, and obviously, the the fight for a relay spot on this team, um, I think it's, it's very competitive, even though, like, not – we don't really, like, talk about it, but um, everyone wants a spot on the relay. Um, yeah. So, some – there are – like, I would say the 800 free relay and, like um, – the 200 medley relay, those are kind of, and the 200 free relay, like those are um, ones that are pretty solid in their lineup just because I feel like we have four pretty like clear girls that are like the top four girls that are going to be on them. Um, 
But like the four yeah. medley at ACCs, um, I didn't even know I was going to be on that until after um, the 100 backstroke. Like I remember Todd was waiting to see the results of the 100 backstroke to decide whether to put Gretchen as backstroke or her as freestyle and then Katie's butterfly. Like, you know, there's so many different options. But um, mm -hmm. eventually, yeah, he came up to me. He was like, you're going to do fly. And I was like, all right. So then I had to get in the pool and get ready and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a pretty it's a competitive fight to be on that relay but i'm um i think todd like he really trusts what himself and then also like what the girls are saying so like if someone comes up to him and tells him like i know that i can go faster like like i think gretchen she he was like he went up to her and was like are you going to be able to like go under 50 in the 100 backstroke and she was like she was like, I'm going to need five minutes to reevaluate, but I'll let you know. And then she was like, yes, I can like go faster. And he really trusted her. And so he put her on the backstroke. And um, yeah, like I think it's every every relay lineup can be a risk, I guess. But um, we uh, he has a lot of confidence in us. And obviously we have a lot of confidence in ourselves. So um, we're always kind of able to put the best one together in that moment. Well, listen, you guys should have a lot of confidence in yourselves. You're swimming out of this world. Um, congratulations. Keep it up. Listen, good luck. Uh, amazing to see. You're, you're really changing the landscape of uh, NCAA swimming. I mean, you're, you're taking it to yeah. new heights, new levels, and and you guys are really setting the bar so high. So congratulations. Huge fan from the outside looking in, um, and, and good luck at defending. I really hope you guys come away with the title, okay? Thank you. Yeah. Guys. You too. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Alex. Okay. Uh, just stay on the thanks, line for one sec after we jump up. Thanks a lot.